Welcome into this week's episode of Fade Us. Got all four of us back together. Usually we start off with how we're doing, but given the the recent circumstances of what's going on um, in really the United States and the world, we wanted to just kind of address everything that's going on and have like a little brief discussion on everything. So Godfather, I know you you took it upon yourself to kind of prepare something. give us like a good starting off point there. So go ahead and take it away and then we'll, we'll kind of get into everything. So obviously relations between some of the minority communities uh, as well as uh, and the police over the last couple of weeks have not been great, whether it be with Ahmaud Arbery and George Floyd, uh, Breonna Taylor, um, stuff that we see all too often. Um, obviously there've been a lot of demonstrations protesting. Uh, some have turned violent into uh, rioting. Uh, and I'm not going to go over that too much, but I keep seeing the statement, I understand that I'll never understand from people uh, who are like me, who are white people. Um, I'm not really totally behind that statement because while you know people like us, the four of us, we are never going to experience the consequences of, system, of systemic racism, uh, whether it be from the police or any other uh, you know, business, education, what have you, but we should understand the consequences of that systemic racism. People of color and mainly African Americans have been telling us of these experiences that they face with the police for forever now. So I don't really like the statement saying that we will never understand what it's like. We won't experience it, but we have to understand when they tell us that these atrocities are happening. Um, because they have told us over the years a lot, and it just seems like we haven't been listening. Uh, So like I said, while we'll we'll never experience the racism of police, uh, personally, I have seen what I would deem some inappropriate behavior by police as a bystander. I I have spent a summer shadowing police for over 500 hours, and I've seen what you'd call good and bad cops. But even the times where I was with the good cops, uh, quote unquote good cops, uh, they sometimes did things that honestly made me embarrassed to be with them uh, just in the way that they treated people. So that behavior happens and it happens everywhere. And at times it can happen with anyone. I'm I'm not saying that there's every cop's bad cop, but I'm saying everyone has the potential to do bad things. And it just doesn't seem like there's been enough oversight uh, when dealing uh, in these, you know, race relations or anything like that. Um, I did do my uh, shadowing in an area where the police citizen interactions did not cross racial lines. It was a 99% white community and a 100% white police force. Um, But the bad cop behavior was mainly limited uh, to interactions with people of lower class, poorer people. uh, And that's another conversation in and of itself that needs to be had uh, related to this, uh, but we'll stick uh, to the point right now. our show, this podcast, it's based on sports. We're all huge sports fans. Uh, if you haven't noticed watching sports, two of the four major sports leagues in the United States are dominated by young black men. These guys are humans. They're not, you know, just there for our entertainment as much as people think that sometimes. These are still individuals who have opinions. They have experiences uh, that shape those opinions. And when they say that people in their communities are being mistreated, it's time that we listen. It's been, what now, five years since Colin Kaepernick took a knee to protest police brutality during a national anthem for NFL football games. 
I'll be honest, as a dumb 19 year old, I probably said that he shouldn't be doing that. And he's there to play football. Uh, but to think that now is ridiculous. He's a human with experiences and he used his status to try and bring awareness uh, to the rest of us. And we kind of shut him out or we did shut him out. And the NFL has shut him out uh, whether or not he had years left on his career. He just was, he was silenced. And that's just ridiculous that that still goes on. Um, Little has changed since then. Honestly, you know, little has changed since the 1960s of the civil rights movement. There have been laws put into place that are supposed to protect minorities uh, from police, but other government entities, and they really don't. We don't see it. Uh, so little has changed. And so it's just, I think that it's ridiculous that we're saying that well, uh, we understand that we'll never understand. We have to understand. We have to listen and understand the things that people are going through. That's the only way that we as a whole can, can, can proceed uh, and have a good life really for everyone. So we have to understand what minority groups are going through. We might not exactly know or face the same experiences, but we have to listen. We might not face the same experiences, but we have the ability to listen. And if we all listen, we can bring some change. And that's exactly what we need. I agree with a lot of what you said. Um, I'll just be concrete here. Um, throughout this whole process, I never really felt like it was my place to speak up and say anything because I don't understand what they're going through. Um, but you can still understand kind of like what you were alluding to. But what has been happening is cruel disgusting and should no longer be happening uh, to the African-American community. And for that, all I can do is just continue to, to listen and learn and be informed on <clears throat> their, I guess, key points of their protests. And, you know, we, this group, this, the four of us are not going to be a group at the forefront uh, advocate, advocating for anything because as you mentioned, Godfather, we'll never experience anything like they have, but we can still listen um, and find our place where we can help. Exactly. And, you know, I, I don't want to say that, I don't want to be here and say that we have to condemn any of the rioting that's going on because I personally, I don't think that's our place to be able to say what people should or should not be doing because people have tried to protest peacefully and it's, it's been met with closed ears and people trying to shut them out. So I'm not, I'm not saying it's a good thing that rioting is happening, but I can understand why it's been happening because at least now it's making people listen a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I can't, uh, I can't really sum it up better than the way YouTube have done it. Um, I guess so far was just a couple of things I've done to maybe change at least or, help in any ways. I've donated to a few organizations that are hopefully maybe down the line um, going to be some much needed reform uh, with the way the police view minorities and especially African Americans. I've, as you guys have stated, I've tried to listen and learn a little bit more uh, having those conversations with uh, the few African American friends that I have just Kind of like you said, you know, I'm not, we're never ever going to be in their shoes in our life. But if we can understand like the pain and the agony that they have to go through, we can at least be there for them, learn from them, understand them, at least in a different sense.
but you know for us four i mean as you said square we we're we we're, we're not going to be people that are, are going to be visitors which honestly kind of sucks but it's just the way things is or things are but uh you know it's unfortunate that this is all going on it's not right it's not fair um in a lot of cases it's not moral but you know all we can do right now um just for the four of us is uh learn uh donate to organizations trying to combat this uh awful problem and uh, hopefully down the road uh we can hopefully this problem doesn't exist and the world is a much happier place so with all that being said we're going to jump into the actual uh sports news that we're going to hit on obviously we'll get to some more later in the show as well kind of of the week so far in the sports world has been the NBA has not officially announced yet, but all indications are heavily pointing toward a 22-team resumption of the season, I guess you could say. Um, I was pretty busy at work today, so I didn't have a chance to get like the – explain it to me like a fifth grader version of their plan. Everything just kind of seems real confusing to me. All I know is what the, – so you have the top eight seeds in each conference, I believe Washington, and then Portland. Uh, help me out here. Portland. Portland's Sacramento, Phoenix, I San, think. San Antonio might be in there too. Yes. Yeah, yeah, those are the – that's it. So I know it's it, additional – I know it's four on the west, and as you stated, there's only the Wizards in the east. Yeah, that's right. So, but pretty fucking awesome news. Um Looks like July 31st, we will have basketball back. I cannot wait. But someone who does understand it better than me, can you explain the way that, the, like, the play-in shit and all that stuff is going to work? Because I am lost. Yeah, I'm so not, I uh, – go, go ahead. If you I – mean, No, I'm, I'm not well-versed in, in how the play-in stuff's going to go. I just kind of so, got a brief look at it, too. I was busy today as well. Yeah, so um, – try to brush up on it before we start recording. But from my understanding of it is that if you're within a certain game threshold, and I believe if it's – which really doesn't make sense to me either. I believe if, if it's either within like two or three games uh, – I'm going to try and find it right now actually. But if you, essentially if, say, the ninth seed is within two or three games of eight, then they'll play – like nine versus eight, but it'll be obviously like the nine seed has to beat the eight seed twice. The eight seed only has to beat the nine seed once. And then you have your eight playoff teams. 
And then I think that, that may have – that was the only thing I really caught. Everything else was pretty straightforward. Um, I'm kind of in, interested to see how they do scheduling, if it'll be maybe like in an AAU format where they're playing games at like, like four games a day. Um, I also don't know if they've stated whether they're playing in Disney or um, like the Magic, the Magic Center or the Magic Facility. Um, so just a brief. Oh, it looks like there is a plan. Well, I'm sure there's a couple facilities at Walt Disney. I bet. Yeah. And. But like, and then they're also playing like eight regular season games. I thought I read. Yes, that is also the case as well. To get to get to just finalize seating, I guess, and then and I guess that determines though within the threshold to see if there's because that there's going to be like a eight like the play-in game for the eight seed, like single elimination tournament or something. I don't I don't know. I'm 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 still a little uh, confused on the play-in stuff as well, but. Basketball is coming back. I mean, I was just when when you get a Woj bomb like that in midday, that's that's good shit, man. It's about time too. We needed a team right. to Fuck. Like guide the way for what we were gonna see from the rest of the leagues. We got that from the NHL last week, and then this week, uh, finally we get the NBA plan. So obviously, we'll touch on the MLB here shortly. But do you think? With all this now getting shut down and resuming, do you think it changes anything really as far as the title contenders go? Or do you really think it's more like the Lakers yeah. Conference and the Bucks Conference to lose? Yeah. To me, I, I think it's still Clippers, Lakers, Rockets at the top. Like, I think those are the teams to beat. And then I think the Bucks, yeah, and the Raptors are pretty good too. But, um, the East was kind of set. I, I guess you have to think if – I don't know if the Sixers are going to be good or not with the layoff. I have no – like, they are they, they could be a wild card. Boston, too, I guess. But I think that I think that it's it's a Giannis versus an L.A. team kind of destined there kind of regardless. Um, so – But but I'm I'm really interested in kind of how the, the bottom kind of – four shakes out on who who these top seeds are going to be playing in that first round that could be super interesting like we you could get like zion versus lebron round one like that could be some shit man with a 22 team playoff the do the Cavs make it into that or are they well out well, they're like very okay fully no one of the eight um okay um LeBron must have been so fucking good at basketball for them just to collapse in like two years time. But keep going. What? Well, yeah, you sounded like a robot there. Yeah, you were. That was fun. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, keep it like that though. So just to confirm, back on the uh, eight seed, uh, Woj tweeted: if the nine seed is more than four games behind the eight. The eight seed makes the playoffs. Fewer than four games, there will be a play-in tournament. I like that. Which is obviously, as I stated, nine's got to beat eight twice. Eight's only got to beat nine once. Well, this I like that. Pretty cool. I'm excited. Um, uh, I wish maybe like may I could maybe go like three games back. Could I'd be okay with two, but four's okay. 
one other thing. Do you think uh, starting the season this late or ending the season this late, you think this is going to start being a yearly occurrence? Because it sounds like they'll probably start the season on, on Christmas. Christmas. Yeah, I do. I, I hope of, so. Me too. For a little while now. Yeah. So we'll see. I don't know. The NFL kind of ended the NBA's monopoly on Christmas Day this year. And they're going to continue to do it. But I could definitely see the NBA kind of stealing that back, stealing December back. With opening, yeah. By starting the season there because you have the NFL season kind of winding down. Then you hit the playoffs. So that's actually kind of good for the NBA because the beginning of the season, no one's going to watch anyway. And you'll have the NFL playoffs. So once the NFL playoffs end, then boom, like right there, you're in the heart of the NBA season. Actually, I saw a tweet from PFT Commenter today. Yeah. Um, while I was searching real quick. This tweet got me so excited. It said on September 20th, we could have the final round of the year. Yes, I know. I saw I saw this. Go. NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs, last week of the MLB season, and NFL, all in the same. Oh, oh yeah, but and it was like Titans versus Jags. <laughs> Like, Either uh, way, I'm not going to get shit done that weekend. Oh, my God. So much money. That though. is gambling nirvana. I'm going to have bed sores from being on my couch all weekend. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't wait. July, though. That's uh, – so much shit could happen between now and July 31st. I'm going to drink so many Miller Lights. <laughs> now, obviously, the last part that I mentioned there, MLB season uh, – well, oh. we had some good news earlier this week, and then today kind of like, I don't know, got shot down real quick. What an absolute fucking disaster. Fuck them. I fucking hate that. It, it, was, that's, it was such a disaster. So Y'all, right. it's square, you can finish your intro. No, I mean, just the same bullshit we've been talking about for the last couple of weeks. Like, yeah. the, they just can't come to any sort of agreement, even when shit sounds extremely reasonable. There's just like – and I don't really – believe the players should have to give any ground because of what was previously agreed upon, but the owners are just, they have, like, they're not giving any ground. It's so fucking annoying. Uh, They might as well just lock out, cancel their season. If they're not going to play, they're not going to play. Like they can't get a meaningful season in now and get playoffs done before it's snowing. And you know, they're not going to play through that unless somehow Tampa Bay is playing there's no one even in the, who in the NL plays in a dome. Milwaukee, like, is that going to be? That's it's not going to happen. They're not going to be able to get their season at this point. They might as well just cancel it. And I say that as a sad sports fan, I, I want baseball to happen, even though my team doesn't actually uh, want to win for some reason. They just want to get a couple players and play their contracts out and then not give them more money or whatever long long story for that fuck the dolans motherfuckers pay frankie whatever anyway i don't i I just don't understand why they just don't want to play correct me if i'm wrong but day games they don't have a lot of fans anyway it's like that's not a problem i understand no one the players want to make the money that they deserve the owners are going to be stingy douchebags like we see all the time already unless you're like the new york yankees and you're paying everyone 30 million dollars a year but good fucking lord they just, they just don't want to be a relevant league i don't think i think this greediness is going to kill major league baseball it's pretty simple would you rather make no money 
or make some money. That's like their only two fucking options at this point. You would think, oh, yeah, let's play and make some money instead of not playing at all. Bill Clinton said it best. Blowjobs are better than no jobs. I understand what's wrong with fucking playing 82 games. What's so fucking, what's so wrong about that? I'll take a half season. I don't give a shit. Just do it. Dude, like, that's going to make so many more baseball games so much more exciting. What? Only 82 games? That's crazy. People have been saying that forever. Crazy regular season. People have been saying 162 is too long anyway. Here we fucking go. Let's see what it's like. Let's see what it's like. He's 70, 72, 75, whatever. I don't give a fuck. But, but also, if, if they're going to be douchebags and, and, keep, and keep doing this, this dance with the players, it's, it's, just, not, it's just never going to happen. I, I, they it's lost. The MLB as an, like a sports league organization, whatever you want to call it, lost all my respect during the Houston Astros fiasco when the commissioner of baseball said, we're not going to take away their championship because what good does it do to take away a piece of metal from them? Okay, so now the World Series trophy is just a piece of metal. Like, what the fuck? They can, get, they can get fucked. I don't care anymore. Just br- bring me other sports. I want hockey back. I'll, baseball, you can, ba- baseball, you can get fucked. I mean, I don't want you to get fucked. I want you back at some point, but fuck everyone running it right now. And fuck you. Fuck the players too, I guess, for being greedy. Everyone's fucking greedy. Well, see, I fuck them. Baseball's always – sorry. Sorry, Square. Go ahead. I, like, I don't know. I If you agree to something and then, like, you're like, okay, that sounds good. We'll, we'll play by these terms. And then they're like, you know what? Nah, we're not feeling it anymore. Like, I'm like fuck you. The players have to hold their ground there. It's like, what the fuck? Like, we already agreed to this. That's bullshit. And I know, like, we were saying, like, we, you could make the argument, like, oh, they're multimillionaires. These owners are fucking multi-billionaires. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which this, which them, if they don't agree to play this season, it begs the question, are the owners really losing as much money as they're trying to pump out? And Correct. Right, yeah. They're clearly yeah right. That's obvious. That's which clearly they which clearly if that's the case they aren't. They're assholes. I hate all of them. As the Godfather said, they they are. This isn't just going to impact this year. I've been reading some tea leaves on some stuff and people on Twitter that are much more involved in baseball than uh, most. They they're starting to think that potentially. If this year doesn't happen, or if it does, regardless, that the players are going to strike next year because they're tired of the owners' bullshit, and I don't blame them one day. I, I, and some people I are I like, blame a, I, I, "I blame them a bit at all." No, that's that's fine with me. That's they did fu- the same thing. I what in '94, I believe. Yeah, I think '94. You're 94, right. '94-'95. I know it was during the yeah, Indians' prime years. Yeah, and when Ken Griffey Jr. could have set the single-season home run record. Yeah, I think it was pretty pretty reasonable to assume that, uh, like, going into getting all of these sports back on track, it was really going to kind of highlight who the really good commissioners and owners are and the really bad ones are. And I I will stand right, it was was going to be really obvious right now. It's Gary Bettman. Uh, whoever, who's ever the NBA one is. Sorry, again, I don't know. Adam Silver, right now, it's Gary Adam and. 
you know that. And Roger, know don't, Roger that, don't give a fuck. They're Roger, playing. Roger Goodell isn't going to miss a meal. Like <laughs> he's going to make his money. God damn it. So Rob Manford, you can get fucked. Uh, Larry Dolan, you can get fucked. Um, Paul Dolan. Yeah. All the Astros. All of them. All of them. And then the whole Astros organization, they can get fucked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Larry, 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 and his asshole sons—they can get fucked. Um, this, Sell the, the ramifications, team. The ramifications for the MLB like are are absolutely astronomical. Like, I don't think some people realize. Like, I I was scrolling through Twitter today. A bunch of people were like, you know, that are older than us. They're like, you know, the '94 strike really got me out of touch with baseball just because of how mad I got at the league and the owners. And he's like, it's taken me like 25 years to get back. And it's like, honestly, I think I might be ready to lose it for good. Like, you're going you're gonna to lose a ton of fans from this. The MLB, to begin with, is horrible at marketing its stars. I mean, you got Mike Trout, Bryce Harper, John Carlos Stan, Francisco. I mean, I could go – Nolan Arenado, I could go on for at least a half hour. And you ne- they're never in any commercials that advertise the MLB. Uh, it's always some old fart bag from 1880 who was playing the uh, people who would get milk from a cow's udder and hit like 400. And then you've got the NBA constantly with the faces of Steph and LeBron and Katie, Kawhi. The NFL has Patrick Mahomes like, Tom Brady, all the big guys. I, I don't watch the NHL as much. The NHL has assume... – uh, they have Sidney Crosby doing Tim Hortons commercials north of the border, I think, still. Um, but, yeah, and uh, oh, uh, Pasternak, Pasternak doing uh, for the Bruins and Tim and uh, Dunkin' Donuts. So, they, they got a little bit of their share. As much as the money that, that they make, uh, it, it's, it's pretty relevant to the ads. But, no, I get what you're saying. It's like – Baseball-wise, none of them are in commercials. Probably the most recognizable baseball player right now is Pete Rose because he's just in so many fucking commercials right yes. now. It's like I recognize Pete Rose, but I might forget who G, what Giancarlo Stanton looks like for two years if I don't watch him play soon. The, the, the greed of the ownership and the front offices and the league front offices – of baseball is going to ruin the sport or we might just wake up at 6 a.m. every day to watch KBO and that might be the baseball fix we get for the rest of our Speaking lives. Speaking of, fuck you for picking that team. <laughs> They're not very good. Well, they, no, I dropped them. I, I, don't, I don't recognize them anymore. Uh, you guys are going to be sad when they like go on a 30-game tear to finish They're not the in season. last place anymore. They're, in, yeah, yeah. There you go. They're 9 of 10, I think. Yeah, Wyvern, right? That's that's who we like. Yeah. Speaking of here, a little a little uh, KBO standings update. My LG Twins, they're in second place behind the Dinos. Uh, are nasty. Hanwa, they're in last. Hanwa. The e- the the Eagles or something like that. The Heroes. Hanwa Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> they're pretty fucking bad, but yeah, that. And that's uh, that's a KBO update. So. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I cooled down a little bit on those, I, mainly because I just forget to bet it at you know 11 p.m. Yeah, it's hard. It, it's really, really hard. 
Uh, one thing before we get to some stuff this weekend, uh, I told you guys last week, watch that NASCAR race on Sunday. We got fucking mass, like mad chaos at the end of it. I hope you guys enjoyed it. That was fucking. That awesome. was fucking. That was fucking wild. I thought dudes were about to brawl afterwards. It was fucking awesome. Oh, uh, Joe! I hope Joe. They should do that to Joey Logano every race. I would not be disappointed if they did. Logano. But I had uh, I had two of the three guys I bet on wrecking either first or second place. That fucking, and then <laughs> I'd sent it late the other night or late Monday night in our group message to which no one responded that the guy I picked to win like the, the league below the, like the top league got fucking wrecked in first place with like eight laps to go. I got so fucked on that this weekend, <laughs> but I did win. I did win the UFC bet I gave out. So that was nice. And did you know, Johnny, we've been pronouncing the Bundesliga wrong this whole time. What? <laughs> it's from uh, what part of my take? Bundesliga. Yeah. <laughs> did not know that. Uh, did the pick you gave that you gave out? Did that hit, or were we fucked on that one too? I believe what I gave Leverkusen. I think I, I also I think that hit, which that ended yeah, up being the only Bundesliga, Bundesliga bet I actually placed on the weekend. Uh, due to some circumstances involving alcoholic beverages, I forgot to place them. But yeah, we were uh, we won that one. Um, got a game on Friday. Gonna give that pick out as well. Uh, we're getting closer and closer though to other leagues opening up. I think the next one is Spain. I believe that is Thursday, June 11th. Um, I'll have to confirm that after the pod, but uh, you know, it's just the the black hole for me, especially with all the soccer coming back, is just getting bigger and bigger. I don't know if I'm ready for it. Yeah, I can't wait. The more sports we get, the better. Um, so this weekend, I know you mentioned Bundesliga. Is it golf soon? Yeah, June fifteenth. June 11th? Is that? 11th. 11th through the 15th for a tournament, yeah. Um, Today, when you're listening to this, golf will be back. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. let's go. Before before we get to this weekend, Godfather, it's been a couple weeks now. Two things. First, your thoughts on the match. And second, why do you hate Dana White so much? Oh, Oh, right, yeah. Oh, yes, Um, yes, yes, yes. So, um, first off, the match, it was was fine. It it went exactly how I thought – Actually, I thought Tom Brady looked way worse than I expected him to on the front nine. If you actually watched that match when they were playing in the fucking monsoon of South Florida, as uh, uh, it was wet. Uh, yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty damp down there, pretty moist. Anyway, um, Tom Brady and his fashion comes roaring back in the second half on the back nine, uh, and he and Phil were in it at the end. It went all the way down to the last hole, but uh, Tiger and Peyton were too strong for him. Uh, Peyton and Phil were most of the entertainment through the afternoon. They're both pretty funny guys, but I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, it was a little bit long. Uh, those guys definitely take their time. Uh, so it was a little bit longer. Um, at some points, my interest started fading, but uh, once it got really interesting in the back nine, uh, you know, I, I thought it was a pretty good day of golf. And Dana White, uh, he can fuck off. Uh, he can get fucked with uh, the Dolans and Rob Manford and the rest of the MLB too. I don't even remember like all the fights I was mad about, uh, but it was a couple weeks ago. Um, 
every so every fight on the main card went to a decision and you can look what what was the event number we're on uh UFC 240 yeah, what? I don't remember, but... Whatever I, it was. Anyway. Watterson, Cowboy Cerrone. Uh, no, I, no, this is the next one. Oh, okay. Well, that one sucked too, but this one, all the fights that went to a decision were wrong, and everyone on Twitter were saying it was wrong. The UFC has to fucking clarify their judges' scoring because they were all just fucking ridiculous. And then what was... Um, it was uh, Alistair Overeem versus um, oh, Walt Harris. Uh, Walt Harris, and I had Walt Harris uh, to win it. Walt Harris came out absolutely fucking massacring Overeem in the first minute and a half of that fight. He had Overeem on his ass. Overeem is not defending himself. He's not putting up his hands, and Walt Harris looks like he has Overeem knocked out. It gets a TKO. No, the ref doesn't stop it. Let's it keep going. Overeem comes back in uh, the second uh, round. I think in the second round, he ended it with a knockout. It's like, what the fuck are these officials doing? First of all, with that, it was a clear TKO in the first round. And then all the judges scoring just seemed, seemed like something was off. And I had a parlay. Uh, the first fight I won and I should not have won. It took my, uh, parlay to the final fight with Harris and Overeem and I lost that one because I had uh, Harris uh, so one of the mistakes the judges made I benefited from and the other one I lost from because of the ref just not stopping the fight when he, he could have he should have you watch any other fight that was a TKO in the first minute and a half so Dana you know you you had the opportunity to come back and bring back sports in America and you did it and that event was just ridiculous, and I am not going to buy another fight uh, unless, it, unless it appears that things have gotten a little bit better, which we've had a couple fights since then. Uh, so maybe by the time McGregor's fighting again, I might consider buying one, but they're not getting any more of my money, and I'm not gambling on those assholes unless they clarify some shit because there was some weird, weird scoring and weird decisions going on. So fuck you, Dana. I love it. I love it. But thanks for giving me something to watch, I guess, and get mad about. Yeah. But still get fucked. I still think Peyton Manning looked pretty good. Yeah, Peyton, Peyton, he can hit him. He's he's pretty good. He's like a, I think he's like a six handicap. And um, they said that Tom Brady was an eight, and I don't think Tom Brady was an eight. And that that's where you that's boring. It was, but that's that's where lying about your scores in golf can hurt you because you get more strokes with a higher handicap and being that close to Peyton Manning's amateur handicap, he only got or they stayed on the same stroke uh, allowance, so he didn't benefit from being a worse player. He kind of just made it harder on himself. And at times he was like asking, like, "All right, where do I drop this after he did out of bounds?" Like he didn't even know the rules at times. It was. That's pretty yeah, funny. I loved it. Too. I loved yeah, it. Yeah, I had a good time watching that. Yeah, but fuck Dana. So speaking of Dana White, we have another UFC card this weekend. Uh, hey. 250 will be at the Apex in Las Vegas like the card was this past weekend. Um, there are going to be some good fights on here. Neil Magny's fighting looked excellent in his last fight. Sugar Sean O'Malley is fighting. Uh, we got a big excuse me, fight between Aljamain Sterling and Corey Sandhagen, which could be for uh, a title eliminator. 
And then obviously you have Amanda Nunes fighting Felicia Spencer. Um, that is for uh, Nunez's belt. I really didn't see anything that really stuck out to me on first glance over at the card. Um, one fight that you may be able to find some value on, and I'm, I'm not really sure, um, would possibly be uh, the Cody Garbrandt fight. Uh, Cody's from Ohio, former uh, champion of that division. But he has not fared very well in his last few fights. I could see that fight maybe betting the under one and a half rounds. Those lines aren't out yet. Um, maybe taking a shot on Garbrandt. I'd have to take a look and see uh, via knockout once that stuff comes out. But I am rolling once again with Ryan Blaney this weekend in NASCAR. The lines aren't out for Atlanta. The Penske cars have been really good. He's the only one that has yet to win. Wrecked in second place last weekend. So I'm, I'm rolling with Ryan Blaney in NASCAR this weekend. Like I said, line's not out there. And I, I do maybe like that under one and a half rounds in the uh, Cody Garbrandt, Rafael Asuncao uh, fight as well. I'll probably end up watching the UFC. There you go. This weekend. Yeah. Oh, I'm not going to like it, though. Johnny, anything Bundeslaga stick out to you? Um, Friday afternoon, uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach. What the fuck? That right. Listen, it's the same team that we bet against last Friday, um, and we won. So we're going to keep that trend going. Uh, the Saturday slate is jammed, which means we're due for an absolute massive parlay. So that'll get sent out too, but, uh, Sunday blows, but yeah, that Friday pick and then Saturday, I'll make sure to send you guys a parlay as well. Frankie, anything you like this weekend at all? I know I, I can't just, I just can't wait for the days when we have like 15 NBA games. over That will oh be. My. And NHL and everything. That'll be what I'm looking forward to most. Yeah, I know. Yeah, no, nothing. I mean, I'll, I'll probably uh, listen to Johnny's picks. I'll probably put together just a couple. Um, and then uh, I'll I, probably – and I'll be – I don't know. The, 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 the KBO on the weekend is all hit and miss for me. But I just – I mean, it's just an itch and it's fun. Um I have a lock for I you. Bet, I, I bet over seven and a half, and I hit like that. I was crazy. I was like, seven and a half? Yeah, I mean, kidding. I did. That was the lowest I've ever seen. Yeah, you got to hammer those at that point. But I have a lock for you, and that's me and you drinking about 15 beers. Oh, my God. Maybe some twisties? Yeah. Maybe some roosters? We might have to get yep. the on this weekend, too. I'll be traveling down to Florida. Fuck the rain. Um, Fuck the rain. Nice little long weekend, early vacation. Oh, I can't wait. Shit-ass day at work, but it all makes it better since I'm going to wake up and play golf and then, you know. When do you get in? Do you get in tomorrow? About 4 p.m. Uh, when you're listening to this tomorrow. So today when you're listening to this. But So that's kind of the weekend slate. We'll have more, as we mentioned, next week when we record. We'll be able to talk golf. Fuck yeah. Boom! All just lock Sunday and bets in like there's no fucking tomorrow. So we'll have a lot more next week. Probably will be more MLB news and everything like that. 
Did someone say Sungjae? Yeah. <laughs> that basically does it for this week. Um, we appreciate everyone listening, and especially to the uh, the beginning part that we that we kind of touched on the the current events and everything going on in the, the United States right now. And obviously the sports talk that we get to every weekend, we're real close to where we can get back to where our show was before um, Corona. And we can get back to just strictly bets and everything like that. But until that time comes, keep staying tuned. We'll bring you something new every week. Appreciate you guys listening. We'll talk to you.